Blog Talk Radio.
is God? Are you free in your mind and in your choices? Are you free that you have woke up with a, a mind stayed on God? Are you free this morning? Good morning to you. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Again, I ask the question, are you free? We want to encourage you to listen to us all through the week as well on the weekends. Again, we are on the radio Monday through Fridays and again on Sunday. And truly, we are free to worship and praise God and to give him all the honor. Again, if you would like to get in touch with us, it is P.O. Box 9786. Again, Five-O Ministries, P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, that's Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, we ask you the question, are you free to worship your God? When you hear the different music and sounds played on this radio station, this is our disclaimer, that the artist's own rights to those music, we are here to promote those sounds and glorify God, that the artist owns that right, and we are so blessed to even listen and share in that experience. So we would encourage you to get those CDs. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, and we are excited as we go in and continue praising God this morning. Sit back and relax, and as you get ready, if you're going out to the house of prayer, go with your hands raised up. Go with anticipation to hear the word of God. Go with excitement that God is going to speak to that preacher or that prophet and to encourage you with us, said the Lord of hosts. And if you are tuned in to us today because you cannot go to church, then sit back and relax because truly we have a word from the Lord. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast as we go in and just enjoy the worship. God bless you. Amen. And I've got to be where you are. And I want to be where you are. And I've got to be where Thank you. 
Father wants to put you back together again. You just heard from Tamaine Harkins and Walter Harkins that God wants to put you back together again, which brings us to our story today. I want you to get out your Bibles as we examine the word of truth and to say what thus said the Lord of hosts. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and God bless you. And again, Happy New Year. I said for the whole week, the whole month, the whole year that this is our Happy New Year, that we live to see another year in the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, that God is so good. You know, when you hear wars and rumors of wars and some have gone on, that we are still in the land of the living, and we have a lot to be grateful for. And even starting off this year, that God gave us a word that says, walk in expectancy. Walk expecting your healing, expecting your miracle, expecting the signs and wonders of God, that God can do anything but fail. God made promises. If you read his word, that he made promises to us, and he can fulfill those promises. You know why? Because God's grace is sufficient for thee. I want you to be encouraged, and I want you to know that God said that this will be your turnaround season. When you believe it, you can receive it. When you can expect it, it shows that you have trust and faith in God. But, uh-oh, there's a downside. i say it again. Our scripture today shows us that there is a downside to receiving those blessings. Hold on to your feet, to your head. If I step on your toes, just say, ouch, that God help me to hold out so I can be a better person than you. Well, God bless you. I'm going ahead of myself. But we're going to look at First Chronicles uh, chapter 21, verses 1. First Chronicles chapter 21, verses 1, and First Chronicles chapter 22 to 6. Again, that's First Chronicles verses 22 and 6. You can also make reference to First Chronicles verses uh, chapter 30 and verses 2 and 3. That's chapter 30, verses 2 and 3. And... We will use as a starting point Psalms 30 and 31. Well, we are so blessed. We had a speaker today which was telling us that God's grace is sufficient for thee. You know, we are so grateful and so proud for those who come on to help us divide the word of truth. And I am so grateful that when I looked at this particular uh, scripture here that uh, Reverend uh, Ray Lucas gave us this morning that lo- the Lord brought something to my attention, that looking over uh, Psalms 30 and 31, that God had to deliver David. And when he delivered him, he put him on the threshing floor. I'll say it again. It is called the threshing floor. It's a floor that where you have to bow before God because of the pain and the suffering of the choices that you have made that God 
God have to deliver you? Good God Almighty. You know, when God says that you can expect your healing, your blessing, your financial blessing, and all the things that he has promised you, that we should be grateful, and, of course, we should praise him, but there is a downside to receiving those blessings from God. Uh-oh. So what do you mean that there's a downside? Well, when we look at this particular story, if you get your text out, it says that David had to go to the threshing floor of God, which God was using that particular area in his temple. You know, the old people used to call that area the mourner's bench. I'll say it again, that some of those Pentecostal churches used to have an area where it was the moaning bench. You could go over there and moan to God and tell him your trouble and cry and, and hopefully receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That There was an area in the church. Some people still have those uh, benches that when they go in to sit, especially in the Catholic churches, that you can pull out benches and you can sit down and kneel to God and to pray to God. You don't have to necessarily sit in the seat because the benches are attached to the back of the chair that you can kneel before God. That came about because David had to kneel before God in a thrashing position of conviction. In other words, that in the temple there are those who have an area where you can just go there and you can just prevail, you can just... Uh, Seek God during your troubles and your times. Some of the churches today, they all say, well, let's gather around and let's have a corporate prayer that we all join together. But there are times that souls will come to the altar and bow down at the altar and pray to God. And then sometimes the deacon or missionaries, or they will take them in the back. And in the back, they have the threshing room or the room of conviction where they can continue to pray for God for deliverance. It depends on that denomination. Well, our story says that David went to the threshing floor, that David had to stop for a while because in his blessing that God had to use that particular area to show David, said, look, I have blessed you, I have given you wealth, I have built you up, I have made sure that you are secure in me, but yet you have forgot one thing. i say it again, that David forgot one thing, that David forgot that everything that was given to him, that God had given it to him through his grace and his mercy. Uh-oh, you know, sometimes people are like that, that they forget where they came from. They forget that it was the source of those who have made sacrifice, that it could have been mom or dad. It could have been slavery during that time of history. It could have been grandma or grandpa who put those savings aside that you didn't get there on your own. I'll say it again, that people today forget that, it was those who sacrificed the teacher in the classrooms. It was those who put those monies up for scholarships or financial aid or the government who came up with the Pell Grant. You did not make that on your own. Sure, you studied to find yourself approved, but there was a lot of things in place. 
that God had family and friends who would feed into that ministry or give you a couple of dollars for gas to get to school or teachers who gave you the grades in the classroom so you could get to the next level. You know, it's sad when people say, look at me that I have arrived, look at me that I'm successful, look at me that I am rich, or look at me that I've made it. But they forgot the one thing, that it is God who made it possible. Yeah, they'll say, you know, God gave it to me, thank the Lord, you know, God blessed me. But where down in their heart, they are not showing the true, the true appreciation to God that it was through him that all things are possible. You know, a lot of times people say, you know, I did this because I invested in this stock. Yeah, but if God had not put the stock idea in somebody's mind or opened up Wall Street or fixed it for those who uh, specialize in sales or those who specialize in uh, dealing with business or investment, you wouldn't have got to where you have gotten to. It wasn't about you or your wisdom or your money or your investment or your finances, but it was the opportunities that God opened up the door for you so you could get blessed. This was a situation with David, that David had got to the point that he got a little puffy. He got a little arrogant. He got to the point that he realized that the security of God was upon his life. Sometimes people know that God is favoring them, that God is blessing them, that they strut a little bit different. So we used to laugh and say, look at that boy over there bouncing. Look at him. He's walking with a glide because he was feeling himself, feeling a little cocky. David had to experience an illness through a plague that God has sent to a nation of people that it put David down. Good God Almighty. You can imagine that when you're sitting high up and then sickness hits your body, when you're feeling all right and all of a sudden the doctor tells you that you got cancer or you look like you got that COVID and it's not getting any better, God has to remind us that his grace is sufficient. Isn't it ironic that all over the world, it was not just in the United States, it was not just in China, but it went through Africa, England, the Arab nation, uh, United States, Russia. That plague went through the whole nations of people around the world to tell them to sit down, be quiet, put the mask on, stay inside, keep your distance, don't be around people because you have forgotten that it's God's grace that has given you the air to breathe that you don't need the mask. It is God's grace, hey, that we can fellowship one for another and give each other hugs that we didn't have to worry about getting germs. It was God's grace that we could get on those planes and have those nice vacations and see family and friends that we didn't have to worry about COVID. David had forgotten himself, forgotten his roots, forgotten his past, that it's not all about you, David, but it's about God. Good God Almighty, help me, Holy Ghost, that God had to put you down sometime to a threshing floor. That God got to bend you down. So, look, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for mama and daddy praying, if it wasn't for your grandmother picking that cotton, if it wasn't for your family being poor, 
if it wasn't for people putting ideas in your head, if it wasn't for Wall Street even open up the opportunity for you to invest, don't take nothing for granted when God blessed you. Don't have a sense of false security that God is not in the picture. Oh, you better give it to God. You better give it to God. David had to feel that illness. David had to realize that this plague that come upon his body, that he still needs God. So many people said was praying that they didn't get the COVID. So many people was praying that they find the medicine that would cure the shot. Some people had two shots and three and four booster shots, and they had to go back and get more shots and medication that God, please help us. If not, we're going to die. Good God Almighty. You know, I watched a nation of people for two years that everybody was like, you know, hoping that God would intervene, and, and, and a lot of people was making resolutions how that when they could take the mask off or when they could come out of their home, that they were going to change and walk for the better. I'll say it again. A lot of people made a lot of false promises, and I hope it wasn't you. If I step on your toes, just say, ouch! You know, David was one of those people that could say, ouch. He had got beside himself that when things was bad, he remembered God. But once he got up there, the job was okay, the money was right, nothing was acting funny. He felt a little good. He was back to his old self. His confidence was back. He got a little cocky, and he forgot in false security that it's God that made it all possible. Good God Almighty. David, in the Word of God, said that, when he had all those riches and all those power and all that wealth that came to him, it went to his head. A lot of times when people get that house and they marvel at it, that they don't know that they're worshiping that wealth of that house as an item. A lot of times when people get that Mercedes-Benz or that Rolls Royce or drive in that Cadillac and they feel good that it was God who put the minerals and put all the metals together so that even the companies and the Fords and all of them could uh, even make those type of cars, even them Lamborghinis, that it was God to put everything on earth. But sometimes people say, look at me, I'm riding in my SUV, I'm, I'm in this new uh, 2023 Mercedes, and some of them say, you know, I got this $200 million plane. Others say, you know, I got this. $56 million house or this $15 million garage. Look at me. I have risen. It says that David got beside himself and God had to put him on a floor of illness and sickness. That, that you know, sometimes I hear people say, you know, people say, uh, I have been elevated and God's favor is on me. Yes, that's true. Be honest and sincere in your heart that his favor is on you, so don't forget your brother. Don't forget those that may need a meal. Don't forget those that's in the orphan. Don't forget those homeless people. Don't forget family and friends that you made it, but you got to also look out for family. You made it, but you got to tell that teacher thank you. You made it, but you got to give grandma and grandpa that hug. You made it, but you got to say thank you. Because if it wasn't for the mercy and grace of God, that I wouldn't have made it. You know, all this stuff went to David's head. 
You know, I, I look at some people sometimes, I hear people say that um, they're on worldwide radio and TV. They're a little cocky. Same way you get on, you can get off. Same way I watch people get excited that they have their own TV program, they on all of the stations around the world. They're feeling good. I got my own TV show. By next year, the show is gone. It's cut off. The ratings went down. You don't get to the point that you get so cocky, so arrogant, so uppity, that you are not humble enough to say, thank God that I made it. There's nothing wrong in having good things like myself. I'm a person that loves bling. I'm like a bird. Anything that glitter, I love it. <laughs> I'm just anything that sparkles, I'm right there. Just excite me. You know, my text man said, you got to stop spending your money unwisely. Anything that sparkles or shines, you can't go after it. You're going to be broke. <laughs> so we have to be wise stewards even with our money. David is so blessed of God that he started out as a poor shepherd boy in the field, smelling the dung of sheep out there in the cold, listening to the wolves howl. You know, had to cover up on, I'm sure, a regular blanket and sit on the cold ground that he had forgot that he came from the slums. He had forgot that he came from the ghetto. He had forgot that he came out the pig pen, and he was out there with the sheep's dung. And that God raised him up to a king. Good God Almighty, help me, Holy Ghost. I feel as though I'm stepping on toes, but just an ouch and ride this train with me. Well, when God delivered David, said, look, I'm going to make you a king. Samuel, go over there and pour oil on his head. Bless him ahead of time. And notice the oil went from his head all the way down to his foot because his mind had to be in right places. You know, you hear sometimes people say, I hit them, they made the lottery, they made the lotto, they got the mega power, or whatever they call those different things. But there are people who cannot handle wealth. I know it's not you. There are people who cannot handle that new job or that new position or that new church or the more people in the congregation, that new title, that new opportunity. There are people who cannot handle the success that God will give them. Good God Almighty. The wealth had gone to David's head and made him proud. It had uh, false security and fame. Look at me. You know, I, I love listening to the old singers. They would uh, goggle with lemon and uh, salt water. They would assure their voices because they know that they can sing today and be hoarse tomorrow. They can get a platinum album today and nobody can hear them next week. That fame and fortune from the world and the glorification of man, it don't last always. Look at Jesus. Jesus walked that road and did miracle signs and wonders. Jesus lift people up. Jesus healed people of the sickness. He was a star. Everybody around Hollywood knew who Jesus was. His name was all in the paper. On Hollywood Boulevard, everybody knew about Jesus. But then, soon, as other people start running their mouths, and I'll say it in my own way to make you laugh this morning, soon as it got in TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, the Internet, one little comment, all of a sudden his popularity went down. People got jealous. 
People want to pull the rug. People start scandalizing his name. Uh-oh. Isn't it like people, they hate us? People who hate to see you do good. People hate to see you already on TV. People hate to see that God is blessing you and your church and is growing. People hate because your ministry seems like it's shining. There's blessings for all of us. We all can have a piece of God's pie. But then they get mad. You know, he got a bigger slice than me. He got a cherry. He got the biggest piece of cherry on his side. I ain't get no cherry on mine. But his pie's warm. Mine I got cold. Not that you are uh, being blessed to be at the table to eat the pie, but then you're complaining that it's not fair. God have to remind us that when you get the mind of the world, when you put value on, I'm beautiful today, but I could be old tomorrow. I'm looking good today, but I could be sick tomorrow. I'm rich today, but I could be poor tomorrow. I'm doing good today. I'm high and lifted up. But guess what? You could be crippled tomorrow. God had to remind David that his grace, God's grace, is sufficient for thee. It's not about you, David. Yep. I took you to be a king. Yep. I'm letting you build up my church. Yep. I'm adding to the increase. Yep. I'm even letting you make it out of gold. <laughs> I'm even making sure that the diamonds, the golds, and the minerals, everything that you need, that you didn't have to go to the promised land, that I put you in the promised land. Good God Almighty. It's sad that the Israelites had to be delivered out of bondage, or black people had to be delivered out of slavery. And God put them in a position of laying of milk and honey. But then they forgot themselves that it was God that put the mammon out the ground. It was God that had the uh, rocks to cry out water. It was God that took the slavery and put them up north so they couldn't get lynched. Uh-oh, let me slow down. I'm getting excited. It was God that took them from down that uh, southern state of prejudice and, and uh, separation of man from from himself to say, you're nothing but a slave. You're nothing uh, but a house. Mm. But whatever it was that when God gave them the opportunity to go up north to go to school and go to college and be able to uh, have their names out on billboards and put them in magazines and put them in covers and put them on radio and TV and had their pockets to be full, that they got cocky. They got arrogant. They got false hope. Look at me. I'm going to give you another story to make you laugh this morning. <laughs> I have a Jaguar, a 2002 Jaguar. It's my dream car. I went to the Cadillac and Jaguar dealer. My credit wasn't that great, and it took me about 10 hours to get that car. <laughs> About 10 years back, I went to the bathroom, which we call the threshing floor, where David had to go for his deliverance. And I got on my knees. I said, God, I'm in here in the toilet, in the stools. I'm in the bathroom. I said, but God, I want that Jaguar. That is like my dream car. I like Lamborghinis. I love Rolls Royces. That's just what I like. I like antique cars. I said, but God, I want this Jaguar. God fixed it. I got it. When I got it home, I said, uh-oh, I'm going to go pay for it. <laughs> I said, here, I got me a sunroof, nice silver, black leather, 
wood interior, nice grains, Jaguar emerald, the little uh, design in the front of the Jaguar. And I was like, yep, I got my Jag. But how am I going to pay for it? <laughs> it was nothing but God each and every day. I said, God, thank you. I had that car for 10 years. I had to go get an inspector. <laughs> I barely made it. That little Jaguar was humping down the road. Book, book, book. I said, God, I didn't forget where I came from. This is my toy. This is what I consider that I have made it to the point that I'm able to buy myself a Jaguar and then pay the payment through the grace and mercy of God. That's my toy. I made it to the MVA. They said, When you gonna sell it? <laughs> It's not passing inspection. I said, I'm holding on because I can't afford another one. But I thank God that it reminded me to stay humble. So what? You got a Jaguar. So what? You got a Mercedes. So what? You got a Cadillac. So what? You got an edifice with 10,000 people, 30,000 listeners. So what? You're a worldwide TV. But if God don't continue to bless it, it can all be gone tomorrow. David had to go to that threshing floor. He had to get delivered of himself, of that pride, of his own mindset that he had achieved success and fame. David was trapped by false security of his property, his worldly possession. Look at me. You know, a lot of times people want the approval of other people. Look at me. Why is it necessary to get your enemies' approval that you're doing good? Uh-oh. Why is it necessary that you got to shine in front of your brothers and you walk around, your chest stuck out, your tail sunk in, but your chest pushed up? Look at me! I got the job. I got the career. I got so much money that is overflowing. Look at me! I got a business and I'm bringing in a million a year. Look at you. That IRS is waiting. <laughs> That the devil still in the story. He ran the door, get ready to pull the rug. You can get sick tomorrow and it's all gone. That it's good to have it, but stay humble. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to have those type of worldly possessions. But don't become like the world to just go ahead and shine and get the approval of man. David was trapped. He had to go to the thrashing floor of sickness. But when he came to himself, good God Almighty, I'll say it again. Help me, Holy Ghost. When David came to himself, he realized that he was sick and he couldn't enjoy those things tomorrow. He realized that he had caused a little trouble for himself, even with God not praying daily, reading his word, bowing down in the temple, that he had to go to the thrashing floor of pain because he had caused his own trouble. A lot of times that we cause things for ourselves, a lot of times that we cause the traps that we fall in, a lot of times that the choices that we make, that we put a noose around our own neck. My kids used to hate me to say this. I said, you are committing self-suicide. They said, Mom, what you mean self-suicide? I said, you're hurting yourself. When you don't pray for yourself, when you don't live according to God's words, when you don't put prayer in your life, when you don't treat people the way you want to be treated, when you say nasty things out your mouth and try to turn down the character of other people, you hurt yourself. Don't you 
know that, that the trap you lay for others, that you fall in it? Don't you know running your mouth against other people, that people are going to scandalize your name? Don't you know that you reap what you sow when you do things to harm others? But when you stay humble in your blessing, when I was driving that Jaguar down that beltway the whole time, I was saying, thank you, Jesus. I, I go another couple of feet. Thank you, Jesus. I made it to MVA. Thank you, Jesus. I made it home. I said, God, thank you. Because <laughs> I wanted to hold on to my blessing, but I had to be humble. God had to take David to a thrashing floor to know that he caused his own trouble. When God honored his word that he's been doing the whole time of your life since you've been in your mother's womb, but when that extra piece of ham is on your table, when that extra piece of steak is able to be brought by you, when that extra vacation can come in, when you can get that extra diamond or bling, when you can go ahead and get that new car, when you're able to put another dish into your house or even add on to your church, hey, hallelujah, give God the praise. Don't be a person that has uh, committed suicide to your own self because of your own mouth, your own attitude, and your own disposition. David had to bow down at the thrashing floor. David had to remember the God that he served. David knew that in times of trouble that God would be there. David knew that when he made a commitment to God, that God will hear his prayers. David knew that God is his refuge. Just because you got a, a pipeline to God, don't think that you can take God for granted. Uh-oh, I say it again. Just because you're the favorite or God has put oil on your head or God has put you up in the palace or God has put you in the chariot or God has put your name in radio and TV and God has put you in the newspaper and God has blessed you among people and kinfolks and God has blessed you in that town and God has blessed you to rise your head up. Don't think that your ego is such that God is going to always bless you when he know down in your heart that you're becoming wicked. Uh-oh. You don't want your false illusions. You don't want that wickedness, that self-pride, that evil. Pull you away from the devotion to God. Good God Almighty. David idols. Sometimes people think idols are buildings. Idols are pride. Items is going after money. Items could be having a lot of material uh, wealth and possessions that you take as uh, part of your uh, who you are. Look at me. I'm in a 15-room uh, palace. Look at me. I got that 2023 Mercedes. Look at me. I got that Lexus. When you get to those points, things are so important that you just say, God, thank you. Or if you can afford it by somebody else, I have said to myself, I said, you know, once I get this Jaguar fixed and I thank God for it, that if I get another car, I'm going to bless somebody with this Jaguar. That God wants us to realize that everything that we put in our lives, we got to put him first. That everything that he has given us, that we shall be a blessing to somebody else. That God wants our total allegiance. David had to praise God on that floor of sickness. David had to praise God when his money started acting funny. David had to realize that, you know what, this blessing that I have, have can be pulled on 
to, uh, I mean, uh, push to someone else. And God did that very thing. He had Solomon, his son, to build the temple. You know why? Because David had started doing his own thing and stopped listening to God. God still blessed him. He still enlarged his territory because he loved him so. God is that kind of God. God loves you today, beloved. God will bless you to stand. God will bless you with prosperity. God will bless you with healing. God will bless you that you can have that ministry or radio, TV, whatever you desire. But don't go after the idol say, I'm doing this because I'm going to get money. I'm going to do this because people are going to see me or pay me for me to just preach Jesus. Lord, have mercy. I want to say to you as we get into, as always, into this year, 2023, let's do it right. Thank God for those opportunities. Help God to uh, tell God to help you make those right decisions. Thank God for his Holy Ghost. As I always say, help me, Holy Ghost. Good God Almighty. David had to realize that all the blessings that he had and all the opportunities that he had that led to his victory, that led to his success, that it was through the mercy, the grace, and the favor of God. I would encourage you today, beloved, that don't get so beside yourself and get so cocky that you forget where you came from, as people said, that you forget your roots or you forget that it all started through that some of you, that the moms had to pick that cotton, that they had to sacrifice those pennies or work those two and three jobs to help you to go to school. God bless you today. Hope I wasn't a killjoy, but I had to say what thus said the Lord of hosts. Don't let him put you on that threshing floor that you're calling out for his deliverance of yourself. That would have been a good song right there playing Leander uh, Johnson's song that says that, help me in my own mind that I kill my own thinking. Sometimes I think too much. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. At any time that you want to worship with us, any time that you would like to fellowship with us, we on the air Monday through Fridays as well as on the weekend. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. You're listening to the Fivefold. Let us go in and just have a little bit of worship before we close out. And remember, the thrashing floor is a, a floor where you have to repent and go to God and say, God, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm going to church today, and I'm all shined up, and I'm going with my new clean car and my pretty suit. Almost if it wasn't for God. Put them tithes and offerings in there. Help build that uh, extra addendum to the church. Go out there and help somebody that may want some of that steak sandwich that you're going to buy today or that crab cake. And just be a better person and a good person. Exalt, edify, and encourage. Say things to people that come out your mouth that would lift them up and show the love that's necessary to show to each other. Let me let me stop because I'll start a part two. God bless you again. Let us listen to some more praise music. Amen.
again, I said praise him. And don't forget where God has brought you from. Because if it wasn't for Jesus, where would we be? God bless you again. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Stay humble and meek. Show love and be grateful. Let us listen to another little hymn that just to pick us up this morning, get us started, and put them sausages and pancakes and eggs on the plate as we drink that coffee and be grateful for that orgies and get on out there and worship God. Amen. Amen.
Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.